This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today. doing today all right before i get in this episode i just want to do a fair fair warning um kyle is a very 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 uh very energized dude like when he gets into it he gets into it and so there's some swearing that happens he's just being who he is and i wasn't going to mask him and be like no you can't swear you can't swear I wanted him to be who he is, and so he does do a little bit of swearing during this episode, but really you're you're getting an, an epic story and masterclass. Uh, first he talks about how he got into scratching his own itch, then he talks about how he uh, used his own meditation process and manifested the thing that he wanted which was to work for Gary Vee and then he goes into how to actually use uh, manifestation in your own life and, and use this meditation practice to bring it all these all these dreams that you have in your life to actually bring them into reality so this is a must listen to not just once twice but three times like seriously and if you take notes uh, I'll put some some show notes in here too to kind of help you with that and you can literally just copy and paste the show notes into your own little notes thing that you have on your iphone and just kind of rift off of that and bring it into reality i promise you if you do this work if you really do this work you will have the thing that you want that you're chasing after so um without further ado enjoy my interview with kyle and if you're looking to get on any podcast right now I have an agency, uh, heck, check out interviewsondemand.com, and there's a little checklist uh, giveaway uh, for you, so you can you can get 10 steps to getting on to your podcast of choice, and I'll help you uh, get there. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, I just want to give as much as I can. So you have an amazing day, uh, but I'll, uh, I'll catch you on the other side. So, my curiosity question for you is, do you think that your thoughts are your own? Okay, seriously, let me ask you this again. Do you think your thoughts are your own? Okay, let me set the tone. When I was finishing up college, I had a few thoughts that led to me trying to take my life. There were three thoughts that went through my head. The first one, I will never be loved in the way I believe I want to be loved. Even though, in reality, I have this phenomenal supportive family. The next thought, though, that I had that went through my head was, I believe that I was a failure because I wanted to quit acting. Something that I put eight years of hard work into and to say to someone that I didn't want to do that anymore I didn't know who I was 
which led me to a third thought, which was the only people who will ever remember me is my family. And that hurt for some reason, the fact that there was only going to be like 12 people at my funeral. So it was that thought, that last thought that led me to almost taking my life. And I say this to you because these negative thoughts, these brutally disheartening thoughts, lead us to sometimes trying to put very permanent, 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 permanent solutions to very temporary problems. And because I want you to know that if you have a negative thought, you are not alone. And those thoughts that are negative sometimes aren't even yours. I know this for a fact because my sidekick and I are going to go into this topic that has a little uh, touchy-touch feelings to it. I would say a lot of touchy-touch feelings. The topic of depression and how we can use the power of meditation and slowing down our days to start seeing the light, start seeing it for the first time. My guest is Kyle Magid, and he's obsessed with conscious awareness and aims at making a big impact in the fitness and mindfulness space. Most of his work involves enhancing the mind in order to achieve a lean physique. And through the practice of a variety of drills, you will be suited to living a life that is present and fulfilling. Don't just take my word for it. Allow me to bring on the one and only Kyle Moggett. Yo, yo, yo. What's hey. going on? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Thank Beautiful you. intro. <laughs> uh, thanks, man, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, like, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I really like doing those intros. It just kind of sets the tone of uh, you know what we're going to be doing for this, this show, man. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. So I started this show for the mission, the sole purpose, my man, because I wanted to make someone feel less alone. And also, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to scratch my own itch, which was, uh, to me is, is by solving a problem that you have with yourself and by doing so you, you systematize it and you make some way to solve it for other people too. So mm-hmm. when I say, how did you get to where you got to by scratching your own itch? Um, what does that mean to you? Um, I mean, pretty much like, Exactly, like exactly how you just put it for scratching my own itch. Every time I came across some sort of problem, internal problem, usually within my mind, or a problem that I wanted to achieve for my physique, or something I was just super curious about in a broad perception of life, and wanting to find out, um, and just digging in and and doing the research and asking myself the right questions to track back and to find the root cause of what causes this problem and how I can find the solution. Um, so yeah, so I've been scratching my own itch for quite a while now. (laughs) (laughs) But what is that like? Uh, yeah. So really like the story, you know, like, did you have a problem where, for example, you know, like mine is obviously where I have these negative thoughts and I'm depressed, man. And then Mm -hmm. I had to find a way like, Oh, it was talking to people, but on my terms, like, and this is through the podcast by sharing my thoughts, my yeah, my yeah. feelings. So like, I know that you're a meditation guy, like you mm-hmm. believe in it. And I want to go through like, what was that first instance where you had where, or experience where your meditation where all of a sudden you got done with it mm-hmm. after doing it where you're like, Oh my God, like this really <clears> works, <throat> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so back of my like story of getting into meditation, cause I didn't grow up with meditation or anything like that's kind of just like our generation. It wasn't like a normal thing, um, to do or taught in schools or anything. And so like what pretty much put me on like my spiritual awakened journey was I was in a five year on and off relationship, um, that turned mentally toxic until I was in, you know, getting pretty close to like a deep state of like depression, just confusion, Um, to the point where I was questioning everything about life, not just let alone like the relationship. Um, and then I stumbled across Eckhart Tolle's power of now. Um, it's a pretty popular book. I'm sure a lot of people listening are 
familiar with it, but everything I learned in that book was on basically all of Eckhart Tolle's work is based around what the hell is the ego, the egoic mind, how it's evolved in, in human behavior, um, how to, how to dissect your own individual ego, the egoic strategies it uses to kind of like take you as its slave. Um, and then what, what truly is being present? What is being mindful? What is mindfulness that we all talk about? And it was actually funny because they, he didn't, he never really touched a lot on like meditation or gave like meditation, like practices or anything. He just kind of like talked about mindfulness and like what presence is and how to kind of hack the present moment. Um, and then I was brought to, I was listening to Lewis Howe's podcast and was listening to Andy Pudicombe, the founder of Headspace, a pretty popular meditation app. Um, and his story was super dope. Plus he has like an awesome, like, like English accent that I like loved. And so I downloaded that app, um, and then started doing the 10 day trial, like learning meditation because with Eckhart Tolle's work, I learned like, like, oh shit, like, like mindfulness is just self-awareness is just being aware of what's going on in your mind, of how you're feeling, of what's going on around you, what's happening in life. It's just ultimately being self-aware. And I was like, shit, how do we become more self-aware? How do we become more mindful? And I was like, meditation. I was like, meditation is the practice of training and strengthening our self-awareness is the key to becoming more mindful. So I remember meditating the first time with using Headspace <clears throat> and I was sitting out on my balcony when I was living in Orlando, Florida, like overlooking like this beach volleyball court, like beautiful day, palm trees. And I was sitting on this little lounge chair <clears throat> and I got into meditation and I was doing it. Um, and I love Headspace because Andy Pudicombe puts it in such a simplistic format for any kind of, for any like ordinary mind, anyone open to meditation to really just understand. Um, and I, that's really why him and his company is so successful. Um, so I meditated using that using headspace and and I got to the point where I was where I essentially awakened my conscious energy like you get those tingly feelings and I just entered this like this state of bliss where like my mind was super calm my like I felt like I just like smoked a <laughs> smoked a joint or something like my body became like alive and I was like oh shit like this is the real deal I was like, meditation is the fucking shit. And then from that day on, I became obsessed with, with learning how to hack meditative states, how to sustain them, how to pretty much do meditation without like sitting down and practicing it, but throughout my entire day. Um, I became obsessed with energy and studying the human energy system. Um, so it was the, literally the first time that I, that I meditated it just resonated with me so hard and I completely understood from an experiential standpoint like, yeah, this is the key to building self-awareness and, and learning to sustain these, these states of bliss um, throughout our days and learning to watch from an outside perspective our thoughts and feel our emotions as they come and go, negative or positive, because we have both all the time. So the key, what I learned is like just ultimately – to learn to just be, to be accepting of every moment, the only moment we ever live in, and acceptance is allowing ourselves to fully feel and experience everything that's going through our mind and every emotion going through our body in every moment. So yeah, wow. so I was like, <laughs> so I was like, wow. meditation is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Like, can I curse? Can I curse on here? Yeah, no? I'll just I'll just do a warning for people that are gonna listen to this. I... Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's totally cool. Uh, awesome. I don't want to because the thing is 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 you know actually it kind of leads me to my next question about um, <laughs> pretending to be somebody else is really exhausting. And so like I don't ever want to tell someone to be like, hey, don't curse, don't swear, like don't True. do that, you know? Because like respect. When we when we do that though, cause cause I like pretended for eight years to try to like like something that I really didn't, but I was told, and I was told time and time again. I'd watch these motivational videos that were like, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta work hard, you gotta grind it out hard, and I, <laughs> and, and, and and like that sometimes like it gave me anxiety about like uh, quitting something that I, I was like, okay, I, I but I really want to do this. I gotta grind it out hard. Uh, there's no such thing as is uh, success without hard work. And then, mm -hmm. and then I found out meditation 
is the exact opposite and it still gave me awesome results which yes. is like letting go man just letting go and and letting mm-hmm. go of someone else's so i want to ask this question of like you know right now man like what desires do you have that you think you're fulfilling for yourself versus desires that you're fulfilling for other people um specifically on what desires i'm fulfilling for myself yeah, like where do you know for the fact that it's true to you that you're going, okay, I'm going after this thing because mm-hmm. I want it versus what other people want? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, so pretty much um, I call this of like when you're actually living your full – when you're living and speaking your full truth is is when I think that you access what I call intuitive flow state. Um, so I pretty much like completely entered this about like – six or seven months ago when I was, when I was working at, um, VaynerMedia and I just, especially being around, um, Gary Vaynerchuk, for people who don't know, is like pretty much like a celebrity entrepreneur, um, Gary VEE on any social media platform. But after like being around him, cause he was like my online mentor. I watched his daily blog all the time. And after working with him, um, and everything, uh, and being around all these big entrepreneurs and celebrities and hanging out with them, like, like I had this deep realization that, that everyone is literally just a human. And what that kind of mindset shift allowed me to do was to completely just put my own, um, like path and, and decision-making completely to my intuition. Like I reached that state of like, I'm completely in flow with my intuition, which means that I feel these energetical pulls to make a decision, um, to do this, to work on this project, to follow this course and path in life. Um, and then I co-create on the way because before I was kind of like, you know, I was, I was really listening more to other outside opinions of like, um, family members or, you know, like people online that I followed, like, you know, some motivational, like speakers and stuff, I'd really take their opinion strongly of, of their viewpoints in life and and what they all thought people should take, what kind of actionable steps they should take. Um, but then I just got to the point after taking a broad perspective of my life and how far I've come, and after you know pretty much being kind of an entrepreneur my entire life, which I without even like knowing what entrepreneurship was, like I started a film company in high school and like didn't even know what the word entrepreneur really was or thought about it at all. But I just always did things and started ventures that I really believed in and that I just genuinely thought were fun and that I was passionate about. Um, So I realized like, oh shit, like I literally realized in college, I was like, oh shit, I've been like pretty much following my heart for like my entire life, depending on like everything I like to do. Like I like to work out and create fitness programs. I became a personal trainer. I liked making like comedy videos and stuff and I started doing like acting and then people started asking us to do videos because we because we made cool videos and then started a film company and then I fell in love with like storytelling um, and video production and then I always loved marketing and how to hack attention and creating digital like ads and stuff. So I used my video production skills for building brands and then I wanted to you know be a brand director which then I became. Um, and then meditation, you know, I've started to do that to benefit myself and then I became obsessed with it and, and learned it and then naturally wanted to teach it. So pretty much I've been following my heart, but, but as soon as I got into VaynerMedia, like about six, seven months ago, I officially was like, oh my God, like, like I've been on the right path. I know where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be in life. Um, I'm super, super patient because I know, um, deeply this is the only moment we ever live in. Um, you know, that the past and future are essentially illusions. And so I'm super patient because I know this is where I'm supposed to be and I'm in no rush to get anywhere in the future or to achieve anything in the future because I know in divine time that will come to me as I take these actionable steps in each present moment to get there. Um, so yeah, so I just completely believe in basically that just the energy, the pulls that I get that guide me to make these decisions. So I basically, my intuition is basically my, my coach (laughs) and helps and tells me what to do next. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know if you, um, ever do this during the day, but I certainly started doing this where 
I literally, when I go into that sort of like, you know, when I think into the future, I, I get really anxious or oh, maybe yeah. I'll, I'll get into the past and I'll, I get really depressed. And so to remind myself <laughs> to like, just freaking in, in the best Eckhart Tolle way I could do it was uh-huh. everything always works out, <laughs> you know, like yeah. everything always works out no matter what. Um, maybe it'll make you upset or something in the moment and then you can pivot. But honestly, it seems like everything's going to work out. And, and the worst that can happen is you do die. <laughs> and Right? That is the worst. That's like the ultimate yeah. root fear. Like whenever someone's scared about something, if you trace it back, it's like it roots all the way down to the base of fear, which is death. Afraid of dying. <laughs> and actually for some people, it's more so uh, afraid that someone's going to th- be thought of as a certain way, which literally led me to try and take my life. But then I go, but I won't be happy if I'm trying to make other people happy anyways. So what's that point? So it's really, and and the way I got there was this awareness. So that's why I think that um, Mm -hmm. um, people like you and I connect because uh, we're just aware of it. And, And I'm not trying to like say that, I'm better or worse than anybody at all. Like I, I know I get it. The environment shapes you. So like, by mm-hmm. not going to a certain office job, I now can plug into to, to other people's thoughts that I really l- want to consume, like yours. You know, when I listen to you on Mark mm-hmm. Metry's show, or like Gary's. You know, when he's doing his own show, like yeah, I just I, I love that stuff. But I would really like to ask you. Who um who was the first person that that said something to you while you were doing your fitness company that was like um that gave you really that permission and believe in yourself because sometimes we do need those external mentors to sort of tell us oh, yeah. what, what we're good at to really find that thing that we are good at and and give us a belief system to go on mm-hmm. with it. Um. <clears throat> I wouldn't say anyone specifically with my fitness company because it's funny with my uh, with my fitness company. I I like I've been doing personal training and then did online training pretty much for about six years now, ever since like high school and throughout college. Um, but I started my fitness company like a week before I went to VaynerMedia, um, and then when, as soon as I went to VaynerMedia, I had to like put everything on the back burner. <laughs> you know, and then and then did that whole thing, and then and then now I'm just transitioning to to now make um, fitness and mindfulness coaching my main thing I want to do day to day, and main thing I want to focus on, and main thing I want to make impact in. But I'd say throughout time of like just having just over time, like that's where time plays a factor of like belief in yourself, and you get that belief in yourself as you take action towards your goals, and especially when you take action towards your goals. And then you get that feedback from clients or from the market or, you know, from anything from your content or just like your training and everything that you're doing and you get that feedback. And then when you realize it's like, like everyone, like, like the clients are getting awesome results. Like everyone loves the kind of content you put out. Like when you get a bunch of positive feedback, it's just like, okay, you can, you have a better time dissolving those fears and doubts and everything that comes up in your mind, which inevitably pop up in your mind from time to time, because we all get positive and negative thoughts all the time. Um, it's just up to you to control which ones you entertain and which ones affect you. So it was pretty much over time of training people and continuing to develop my program and doing it, you know, with my friends from the beginning and then me going through them to like, you know what, like this program's actually super kick ass. Like I put a lot of time, like I remember for like three weeks straight, I woke up every day and did research and read books and, and just filled out, filled in my, like a whole journal on creating this program. And that's when I really became obsessed with like just doing like research on, on optimizing the body, on optimizing the mind, on optimizing, um, you know, the soul, the spirit and how they all correlate together um, which is how my fitness program Zen Shred was born. Um, it's optimizing the body, mind, and soul. And that's what I realized I really became obsessed with because I was doing the research. Like it was so much fun. Like I had so much fun reading articles online and reading these books and everything and then putting this program together and like learning something about, you know, 
in like positive psychology and be like, oh man, like this, this, uh, neurocognitive, like chemical increases. And that's actually the same way increases when you, you're working out and like contracting muscles or whatever the case may be. Um, so I just fell in love with optimizing just humans, like the human body and mind. Um, and then over time after like doing it myself, I'm like, you know what, like this is kick ass and this is going to be one of the best fitness programs on the market once I really get it out to scale and build my brand with it. So it's just over time that I sustained the belief in myself from all that positive feedback um, and results and continuing to tweak where I saw like where needed improvements in. I love it, man. You are literally hitting on the head of what scratch your own itch means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to ask you, though, before I go into these uh, what I call scratching the surface curiosity questions, where mm-hmm. was a time when you were working for Vander Media, where maybe you had an instance where you're just like, ah, I got to get going on my own thing. I got to let go. And that mm-hmm. probably scared the heck out of you. Like, where, when did that come into play? Um, I don't think I necessarily had that exact kind of thought. Like, I knew what I was getting myself into, but then not really when going to Vayner. I knew I'd be, you know, working with Gary, and he's pretty much like the hardest working person in the world. Um, so I, ex- I expected nothing less for me to be doing on his personal branding team. Um, but I thought I'd be able to, that's why I, that's why I literally like put in the extra work before I went to VaynerMedia to launch my company, my online fitness company so that I could do that like on the side while I work at Vayner. But, uh, but nope, that (laughs) I did not have time for anything. I barely, I barely had time to like post on my own personal Instagram, which I would do like, you know, either like late at night or I'd have to plan it and then post it as soon as I wake up or, or during my like hour lunch break or something, which is when I usually did all of my engagement. Cause obviously like being a part of team Gary V, um, I started to really, um, steadily grow more on Instagram and my DMS just started getting flooded. Um, you know, with content creators asking questions and other people talking about like, you know, meditation with, with my brand and working for Gary V and stuff. But I just completely accepted that, that, I'm willing to give up everything right now to to work for Gary to help build his brand to the best of my ability with my skills um, and do that as long as I felt it was necessary until I was going to go off and do my own thing. Because I always knew I was going to be doing my own thing and building my own company and stuff like that. But I knew this was super necessary to you know learn the tactical skills around branding personal branding, um, just feeding off Gary's energy, getting those, those different mindset shifts. Um, and then I never n- knew where it would lead to. Um, so I was pretty, I was pretty patient with the whole process. I never really had thoughts of like, I need to be working on my own thing. I did the last three weeks of working there while filming him. I had, a, I started to get a lot more thoughts of like, while I was filming him of like, I want to be the one in front of the camera in that meeting. I want to be the one on stage talking and being filmed. Like a lot of those kind of thoughts like kept popping up um, <clears throat> within my like last three weeks. And that's why afterwards I'm like, all right, I want to start a vlog and start doing this stuff. Cause I just love being in front of the camera. Um, and I naturally love attention. Like my ego loves that shit. <laughs> um, but no, but I was completely patient in that process. And I knew I'd, I'd give Gary a hundred percent of my time and energy until it was my time to part and and then go all in on my own stuff. Man, 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 man. I love it. I love all the transparency. Um, but you're so lighthearted about it, you know, like my ego and, and talking about that. Like, <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> um, no, it just goes to, it demonstrates the type of person that you are now. Uh, did you ever, one more question I got to ask yeah, you. Yeah. Did you ever like, did you ever really like piss Gary off so much to where you're like, man, I don't ever want to do that again? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I really learned how to fucking eat pressure for dinner there. Like there's a lot of pressure on like putting out the daily V's. Um, pretty much every daily V I did, I pulled an all nighter for and was, you know, pretty rushed in the morning to create all the micro content for it. Um, which got, which got stressful at first, but I learned to handle that kind of pressure and learned to handle that kind of stress, um, which really helped deepen my presence. That, that's what, 
that was really the cool part about working at VaynerMedia. I didn't really have a ton of time to like, you know, go and do my deep meditations and to meditate as as frequently as I did previously, like in college and stuff. And, and especially read all, cause all the only books I read right now are like, like spiritual books, like on energy and mindset, like meditation, like that's all the category of books that I read. And I didn't have time to read any more books. So like at first I was worried of like, shit, am I going to like start getting back into unconscious behavior? This is going to be such a challenge. I'm plus I'm living in New York where there's just so much toxic collective energy that affects you. Um, so I was really kind of worried about that, but but what happened was I learned to really deepen my state of presence by by really learning how to um, do like what I do in meditations, but throughout the day. So I really got good. Like it was literally fun for me. Like it, I, I, it was pretty much a game of like when I'd be sitting or editing or whatever, or like seeing what's going on at Vayner or like walking around with my headphones in. I would always be watching my thoughts. I'd always be feeling my emotions. Um, for example, if I was editing, cause like there was never ending projects, so I'd be editing, editing, editing. And then as soon as I feel like anxiety or if, if I got in a funk of like, Oh, I don't know how to transition this. Like, Oh, this song sucks. I can't pick the right music right now and just get overwhelmed with everything. I would immediately, my, my awareness would pop in and then I would take a step back. Like I'd, I'd take a step back from my computer. I'd look out the window, like look over the, like New York city and I'd be like, just take a couple deep conscious breaths and then think to myself, like, look at where I am. Like literally like two months ago, I was balancing school, which I hated school and wanted to get out of while trying to build these two other ventures of my fitness company and this beverage company that I was putting money into and not getting a ton of return from. And I was like stressed and overwhelmed. And I'm like, fuck, like now I'm working for the dude I used to watch on TV every morning I'm editing videos, which I love video production and especially this kind of content. Like I consume Gary's content all day. I listen to his voice all day and hear his messages all day. I'm like, what the fuck am I stressed out about? I'm like, so it just made me laugh. Just, just stopping, taking a couple conscious deep breaths and broadening my perception of like where I am in life and like everything's all good. Yeah. You know, and that's really the key to, um, to really hacking um, presence and getting yourself out of like uh, one of those momentary funks, those one of, like deep stressful states is like just broadening your perspective on like everything and where you are. And then you just realize like, and you just laugh because it's just really like nothing's that freaking serious. Your mind makes it that serious. Your mind creates these problems. Your mind creates all this stress. Um, and it's our job to be aware of that, of what causes it. Cause then we can find the root cause and then realize like that, eh, it's really not that serious. Um, but in terms of like Gary, like getting mad and like handling all that pressure, um, I'd say there was a couple moments because it's funny because Gary, like he gets mad sometimes, but he's not like, he's not like the kind of dude to get like angry and like yell or whatever. Like he just, he just always states the truth and just like a calm man or like the dude's like uh, a, a Zen master. <laughs> like I remember a couple times, like if I like messed up on like sending in content late, um, or, or something around that, around like editing content or like getting something out. And then, um, and then I'd always just like, cause you can't like, he knows if you ever lie or bullshit or make an excuse. Like he's the king of knowing like excuses. So, you know, there's no way out besides just fucking owning your shit and being like, that was my bad, Gary. I'll, uh, I'll take the L for this one. Won't happen again. And as soon as you would text him, like, all right, I take the L. Like, I probably text him that probably two or three times I've taken L's where you text into the Team Gary thread and, like, say, Gary, okay, man, sorry, that's on me. Like, that's my bad. I'll take the L. Not going to happen again. <laughs> but then it's just like, oh, that fucking just hurts. Like, <laughs> but he would never get super mad. You know, if anything, he just gets, like, almost like, you know, like a parent gets disappointed in you. It's like, come on, I expect better. Let's let's get our shit together. <laughs> so, so I always hated taking those damn L's. <laughs> but you got to own them. You got to own your losses. Hey, friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, 
if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you and in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. Oh man, man, I was I was actually talking the entire time, but I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, right, took, I just took the L just now, literally. You took the L, man. <laughs> <laughs> accept it. I'm gonna accept it. Oh man, because I was laughing hard, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, but uh, dude, I love that <laughs> taking the L. And oh man, I guess I got I gotta ask you one more question. Hopefully it's not too long, uh, and then we'll go into scratching the surface curiosity cool. questions, which just takes like five minutes. But um, sure. how did you land the Gary V job? Um, because I guarantee someone's like, how did this guy actually get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we might be going into a story because um, I because I definitely like to tell like the two the two sides of it. Um, so pretty much, um, Gary was like one of my my number one like online mentor, I always watched what he did, um, the kind of content he put out, um, learned from all the shit he said, like really gained um, a pretty solid mindset from watching him. Um, but I never had any desires ever to work at VaynerMedia or to work for him. Like, n- like those thoughts never popped into my mind. Like I don't know why because like, it probably would have been cool to try or whatever since I'm in video. But like I literally never thought about working for Gary or working at VaynerMedia. Um, it kind of just came to me. Um, so basically the surface layer story of it is one of my buddies recently just got drafted into the NFL. And so a couple months beforehand, he was looking for, you know, a solid sports agency. And so he was talking to me about it and I was like, yo, like hands down Vayner sports. Like my boy Gary just started, um, a sports agency and it's going to be fucking lit cause he's the man. And I started sending him like over a couple weeks like videos and articles because he didn't really know who Gary was. And I just wanted him to be, you know, try to go for Vayner Sports because I knew that'd be freaking sick. And then um, and then Gary randomly messaged him on Instagram DMs. They set up a call. And then somehow in the call, my buddy Mason, Mason Cole, he plays for Arizona Cardinals right now. He uh, he just mentioned my name. He's like, yeah, you know, I heard about you from uh from my buddy Kyle who's like an entrepreneur and really really loves your content and stuff and then like Gary like you know must have had like good vibes from it or whatever but ended up putting us in a three-way group chat <laughs> I remember getting I remember getting that that text message it was like Sunday evening when I was back at home for visiting my family in Tampa and I was just got off the boat with some of my buddies um little tipsy um but I got the text message from Gary and it was like Kyle with like a bunch of Y's and L's and E's and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> like, this is real. <laughs> and, and pretty much we texted on and off because it was a group chat, me, Mason, and Gary. Um, we texted like on and off for like two months. Like it, it was really cool experience um, of just like casually texting him. Like randomly he'll text us like, what's cracking? 
um, like at, you know, at like eight in the morning or whatever. And he'd really spend time in, in, in this thread. And like, I remember one time he talked to us straight for like 20 to 25 minutes. And I was just like super grateful. Like he was, because I know how freaking busy it is, he is. And I know probably how, but well, now I know how huge his text thread is and how many people he talks to. So it's really cool him doing that. Cause I know, you know, part of me was like, ah, he wants to close like Mason as a client. But another part of me is like, I know this dude has like a big ass heart and he just loves doing this kind of stuff. Um, and then he ended up asking me randomly, like to come have a meeting with him in NYC for an hour, which I was like pumped about just to go feel his energy and, and talk with a dude that I've been like watching online forever. Um, and then like two weeks after that, he just randomly asked me to, um, have a one week internship with, with his personal branding team, team Gary. And I was like hundred fucking percent. That's literally what I said. He asked me and I was like a hundred fucking percent Gary. <laughs> and I was super pumped. But as soon as he texted me, um, that, the offer of a one week internship, I just, all of a sudden, like my energy just completely shifted. And, and I just had a deep knowing that like, Oh shit, this is the next step for me. Like, this is like my way to drop out of college. And like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to New York in this one week internship. I'm gonna land the job and then I'm gonna move to New York and, and work with Gary Vee at VaynerMedia. I was like, that's fucking happening. Like that's literally what's supposed to happen. Because tracing back to like, so this was like middle of the summer, um, like like July or something. So so in the beginning of that summer, I remember I had one of those energetical shifts where I just had a deep knowing that I wasn't going to go back to school in the fall. And, and that something, like I was about to make a big transition. I had no clue what it was. I pretty much thought it was going to be my fitness company or the beverage company I was working with. I thought one of those two companies or both were just going to pop off. And because my goal at the time was, you know, deal with school, go through school because it was paying, um, for my, for my apartment. Cause I'm, I'm super grateful. Like I've had family that have saved up money for me to be able to go to school for free, which was really awesome and allowed me to test out all these different ventures and to be more social and make more connections without having to stress and worry about getting a part-time job and paying rent and while doing school and doing all this stuff. So super grateful for like those opportunities given to me by my parents, uh, uncle and grandparents specifically. Um, but yeah, so I knew something big was coming. So I was like, okay, like this is exciting. Um, so I just kept on, you know, um, chugging along during the summer, doing my shit, grinding. Um, and then as soon as Gary offered me that one week, I was like, like that was the next shift. I was like, Oh, this is why I felt that shift in the beginning of the summer because this was coming (laughs) like this randomly popped up on my plate. So I just had a deep knowing that this was going to happen and that I was going to land a job. So pretty much he, um, he just offered me just a one week internship. Like I never like, I never applied. I never asked for a job. He just randomly texted me and said like, yo, you want to come like intern for a week? Like, I think that'd be cool. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, but I just knew that this was the next step, but I wanted to make sure that this was my future because, because the future like is essentially an illusion is and the future is just filled with infinite amounts of of mental projections of possibilities of what could be any futuristic thoughts is just a possibility. Um, so, so that's why I was like, okay, like I feel strongly like this is pulling, um, like I'm being pulled into this future, but I want to make sure that this happens because obviously I want this shit to happen. So what I ended up doing because I had a month before my, um, the internship. And so pretty much every single night I got into a deep, meditation. I did a manifestation meditation, which I never really studied into like manifestation meditations or like anything, but I just naturally like, um, did them. And so pretty much what I, what I did for the next month, every single day or night, I would get into a deep meditation. Um, and then I would, and then I would, um, put pretty much, I would, create a vivid experience of me and Gary having a one-on-one conversation that I knew we were going to have at least once with me working at VaynerMedia for a week. Um, so I meditated on having a one-on-one conversation with Gary for at least 30 to 40 minutes each time, um, and making it as specific and as detailed and as vivid as possible. So for example, like, where are we? Okay. We're in his office. Um, how is he sitting? Is he crossing his legs? Is he, is he leaning back? It, are his elbows on the table? Is there a coffee cup on the table? Where's that coffee cup located? 
Um, what color shirt is he wearing? What am I wearing? Do I have glasses on? Um, what is it? Is it sunny outside? Is it rainy? Um, is there anyone else in the room? I say something. He says something back. I say something funny. He laughs. We dap up. Like specific. I literally go, go through a 30-minute conversation that I created of me and him having. And it was different every single time, but it ended the same every single time I ended the meditation. It ended with him asking me, do you want a job at VaynerMedia? And that's how I ended the meditations every single time. Um, and so fast forward to the one-week internship. I go there, um, fucking grind my ass off. Um, super early mornings, super late nights, like getting home and falling in bed with the lights off, like not, not even having energy to brush my teeth or like go to the bathroom and just <laughs> falling asleep when I walk in the door. Um, and then that Thursday, we, I finally got a one-on-one -on -one meeting for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, and I was like, because I knew like this is like a big moment to like really be assertive and be like, yo, this is like, I want this job. Like I want to work here, yada, yada. But I remember right before the meeting, which we met up at a bar, he was in another meeting and I was looking at him in the corner. I was like, I, I just started to overthink how I wanted to play out. And then I just stopped myself. My awareness popped in and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just overthinking it too much. Like what got me here is just, just being present. And then I just got into a, a meditation. I did a little, little like two minute meditation, got into a meditative state, cleared my mind of all these thoughts of how I wanted it to go. I said, if I'm in a deep state of presence, um, everything that I really want to come out is going to come out in its best manner. And then so we had a meeting and everything he said um, and what thoughts triggered in my mind based off what he said was perfectly what I wanted to talk about or bring up like better than I was thinking about beforehand. Um, no coincidence there. And and then at the end of it, he asked me, do you want a job at VaynerMedia? And then all of a sudden I got the biggest feeling of deja vu, which deja vu is just like an energetical, emotional experience as if you've already experienced this in the past and I was like holy shit hell yeah I've already experienced this because I've meditated on this moment for the past month so I realized that I hacked and manifested that more maybe it was coming into existence but I learned so pretty much um so I had the thought of like okay this is my future and I saw it at like 60 percent chance this is happening and then with my manifestation meditations, I realized I brought that up to like 95% chance. So what I so I learned that like learning to hack this this whatever I wanted to achieve through my manifestation meditations, I just increased the percentage of, of possibility that this is going to become my reality. Um, and that's and that was my first true experience of like literally like manifesting something in law of attraction like at its finest. And I was like, oh man, like this shit is real. <laughs> so yeah, so so then after that, realizing that, I pretty much knew like, like you know, because like he randomly DM'd my buddy who's like, there's a million people going into the NFL. Like my buddy randomly like mentioned my name and then Gary was in a good mood to put us in a group text to continue to text us for like two months and then to randomly offer me a one week internship. Like now I look at it all and it's just like, shit, I've been like, just like either the universe had like definitely brought me and Gary together for a spe specific reason or just because I've been consuming him and listening to him and he's been in my fucking head for years and like enters my dreams <laughs> so much. Like maybe I've just been manifesting this. This has just been a long-term manifestation. And then I just right before it happened, I just like hacked it and deepened that and, and accelerated the process. Um, but I realized with doing these med manifestation meditations is that I learned to deepen the belief that this is coming into my reality um, and what allowed me to competently speak out beforehand, like, yeah, moving to New York, like, I have zero doubts. You know, it eliminated all doubts, it eliminated all worries, and it just, like, increased this feeling of just a deep knowing, like, yeah, it's coming, like, no doubts about it, like, yeah, this is happening and I'm preparing for it now because I know it's coming into my reality. Um... So yeah, so I like wow. to say I'm, I'm the best. <laughs> I'm Gary. <laughs> hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again.
So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe Dude, button. Dude, like, oh my God, that's that's direct evidence that this stuff works though, man. Exactly, exactly like, yeah. I, I, thank you so much for that story. Like, I would love, love, love um, for anyone who's listening right now to like literally take this on as like this yeah. stuff works. Like, don't just listen to it and, 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 and go, that's another lie. Like, no, if you believe it, that's the most profitable thing you'll ever be able to do is believe, man. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I love that. Yeah, uh, pretty much, pretty much to tell like the listeners right now. So like basically what I've learned because I've now I've studied manifestation because I saw it just work so, so freaking well and is so real. Um, pretty much the key of manifesting anything you want to happen from like a micro level of how you want an interview to go or of um, the amount of money you want to attract in your life or the opportunity you want to attract or the lifestyle you want to attract into your life is the key is to, is to learn to live in that frequency of how that feels right now. So to, so right now you feel as if you already are living that lifestyle as if this phone interview next week is already going to, it has already went phenomenally because you already like thought of how the experience is going to go because that's why we have all these thoughts of the future in which um, futuristic thoughts is just mental projections of future possibilities. And so if we can plant the, the best possible possibility of what's going to happen in the future in our mind and, and continue to entertain that thought and continue to believe in it and continue to realize and feel that, wow, like this is definitely coming into my life then you are going to rewire your aura, which your aura is your, <clears throat> your energy field, which is how you pick up vibes and how, you know, you walk into a room and, and you get like a, you know, Oh, like I got bad vibes in here. Or like, or like, Oh, like there's so much, like it feels so great. Like I love being in this room. Like, like that's all energy you picked up from energy in the room, from other people that they emanate from their auras and you pick it up and it filters through your aura. That's a whole nother conversation on chakras. But the key to manifesting is just learning to live in that frequency now and keep that vivid vision in your head. That's why people talk about you got to have a clear vision of what you want to achieve. And that's so true. You have to have a clear, vivid vision of what you want to attract into your life, what you want to bring into reality. Because every condition that we've been through thus far in life and that we're in right now, we have attracted whether consciously or unconsciously, we have attracted it to come into our life. That's why like people, you know, especially like homeless people or people who are just like, you know, like things always go wrong or life's out to get me or like, why me? Why does this happen? Like, oh, I bet this is going to go badly. Like, yeah, because you completely think that and are completely unconsciously believing that therefore attracting that negative situation or circumstance to come into your life. Because that's all you think about and that's what you're believing because it's always happened in the past and life's out to get you. You're literally attracting that. So the key is just hacking your perception. So that's why when I was doing my meditations um, with that one meeting of Gary, the goal with that was to make these visions so vivid that it would seem like I'm actually there. So when the mind – because the mind – the body's an intelligence of, it, of its own but the mind always controls the body. And so if you can create that vivid vision and scenario and picture in your mind to the point where it's so vivid and so detailed when you're thinking about it in a 30-minute meditation and going through what's happening, then you start to feel the emotional cycles of like that you're already there. You know, for example, of like, you know, med- um, I've done meditations of like doing performances like um, at like festivals or whatever. And, and I'm listening to music while thinking about me performing or doing a guided meditation. And I get to the point where I feel as if I'm around a crowd and everyone's just energized and I feel just lit up within because I make it so vivid in my mind that my emotion, that my body responds and I feel as if I'm there. And if I can sustain that feeling and then sustain that belief and then continue to believe it over time, which it takes, 
it takes that's where time plays a factor like over time you you deepen the belief more and more and more and more and more um and then that's you just start attracting those things to come into your to your life you attract the people the situations and circumstances meant to come into your life to be able to achieve whatever you've been manifesting or whatever vision you want to come into your life <clears throat> and then this is the other thing i like to tell people too because this is where you know it gets hard sometimes because like Say, for example, you have big ambitions of like what you want to do, um, which we all should have big ambitions. But sometimes what I mean, all the time, pretty much what that does is is you're going to attract, quote unquote, negative situations into your life. So when you reach those moments of like, why did this happen to me? Like I've had the right intent. I've been taking the right actions. Like I'm, I've been on my way to achieve this. Like what the hell? Like, like why did this negative situation come into my life, you know, when I've had good intent. And if you've really realized, cause nothing happens without intent. So if you always are aware of your intent and where it comes from, and if it's always good, and if your intent is always pure, um, then any situation, you know, negative or positive, which we categorize as, um, so if something hard, like adversity or hard, hardship happens, that's actually something you attracted, especially if you had the good intent, because in order to reach your big ambitions, we have to evolve. We have to go through challenges. We have to level up mentally and physically. And so, you know, when you when you talk to people who have, you know, reached a, a good amount of success or fulfillment, like they always remember the hard times they went through. Like everyone has that story of like when I went through that, so grateful I went through that. In it, it felt like shit, but now I'm grateful for it because I wouldn't be where I am now. So we attract these kind of hardships and adversity into our lives because humans literally don't evolve without challenges and obstacles. So, so sometimes we are going to attract these negative situations, quote unquote negative, because that it's how you think about the situation. But if you can see it as that like, of having pure intent and then something bad happens to you, then it's like, okay, well, you know what, this is going to be hard and it's hard going through these thoughts and these emotions right now, but I'm accepting and it's just time to grind. Let's do this. Like you get pumped about it because you know, cause so whenever I start to go through a hard situation or like a hard week or whatever the case may be, I'm like, God, this is like, like, like I get stressed to a certain extent. And then it's like, I need to do some more meditations and it gets hard. And I'm like, fuck, like, like this kind of sucks, but I know I'm going to level up. Like I remember I was literally talking to my mom one time and I was talking about like things going on, like how things are like hard right now. But I was like, but I was like, you know what, mom? I love it because like this is hard and it's it's a struggle, but I know that I'm about to level up soon. And I can't wait for that, but I'm going to enjoy and go through this to the best of my ability because I know like it's going to be for the better. So pretty much yeah. know your intent towards everything because wow. that'll tell you if you're on the right path. Gosh, dude, this has been a masterclass. Like this one's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this one's, it's a it's a listen to. I'm in the zone. Just, <laughs> you are, you are, you are. Uh, I want people to listen to this once or twice or three times or four times. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously. Um, amazing. So this is what I want to do now. Um, uh, I want to just ask you three more questions real quick, and then uh, we'll end it out strong. And so the first question is, what is a podcast that you have to listen to? during the week in order to unlock yourself? Ooh, ooh, I like this question. Um, so pretty much for me, the main podcast that I listen to right now, the main one is the Aubrey Marcus podcast, um, which Aubrey Marcus is, you know, lifestyle entrepreneur. He owns the company on it, which is based on total human optimization, a supplement company. Um, he's got a training facility, like he's just a cool ass dude and, and he gets deep. Like his podcast is all on like deep conversations around consciousness and psychedelics and spirituality. And that's all the shit that I love right now. Yeah. Um, so that's like the main thing I listen to if you're in on that deep level, but otherwise for, for everyone else, and this is the podcast I listened to throughout college and really helped level me up mentally and and help guide me to read books that have changed the way I've thought about business and marketing and everything. But listen to um, uh, the School of Greatness podcast by Lewis House. That's probably one of the best all-around podcasts that just covers everything from, from business and marketing tactics to entrepreneurship to 
you know, meditation, spirituality, nutrition, fitness, like it just covers everything. And he just brings on a lot of awesome people because you never know you're going to be listening to one and be like, whoa, like the dude he brought on, this dude's awesome. And then you start following him and then you turn on his post notifications on Instagram. You buy his book that just came out and that book changes your life. So it's just like that one just really has a strong ripple effect on on bettering every aspect of your life. So School of Greatness, Lewis Howe's podcast. And of course, I got to rep my boy Gary V, the Gary V audio experience. Um, those are probably the two. Gary V audio experience. Um, There's three. <laughs> three. <laughs> well, two main ones, unless you like, if you want, if you're into getting like super deep, um, the Aubrey Marcus podcast or the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, um, but otherwise for, like, <laughs> otherwise for like business, entrepreneurship, practical tactics and like just overall philosophy on life like lewis house school of greatness and the gary v audio experience because he does a great job with that all right to sum it all up of what he said gary v mm-hmm. joe rogan mm-hmm. Aubrey marcus or lewis house so check boom. those on boom uh second to last question where's one place people can find you um just one man just one instagram the zen yeah. wizard Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes so you can find that with just a click of the button. And the awesome. last uh, last question is a, a self-inquisitive question that someone can ask themselves throughout the day. What is that question? How am I feeling right now and why am I feeling this way? Because the key to building our self-awareness is to always watch our thoughts and to feel our emotions and it's just important especially in society in the world we live in today where there's so many different social media platforms there's so much like content 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 there's so much to consume there's so much going on and it gets overwhelming a lot so it's super super important to take a few moments every day to just take a step back from everything take a couple zen breaths deep conscious breaths and then just to just to be aware, like just enter a state of awareness of like, okay, like, like how's my day going? Like what kind of thoughts have I been going through? Have I, has today been a good day? If so, like why? If not, why? Like what kind of emotions am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling this way? Um, Cause the key with everything is just pure acceptance of every moment, the only moment we ever live in. And like I said, acceptance is allowing ourselves to feel and experience every thought and emotion that we are currently feeling, that we're currently experiencing. Um, so it's good to enter that state of awareness during the day to really take a look at how am I feeling, what kind of emotions I've been going through. Um, and that allows you to just figure out why, because mindfulness and self-awareness is the key to finding the root cause of all these problems. Um, so instead of like having, like, like I have a migraine right now, instead of popping some Advils, it's like I have a migraine like, and I'm stressed, like, Maybe this isn't not. Maybe I don't need to just treat this with some medis, like some drugs right now. Like, like why do I have a migraine? Like, I may have a migraine because work is just taking over my life, and every week I put in uh, so much work in, in a job that I don't really like that much. And then you know I have kids and I have to do this, or I have or I have school and I'm doing this part time job to, to, you know, pay for my rent, and. And it just could be leading from something else. There's always a deeper root cause to everything. So mindfulness and self-awareness is the key to to becoming the watcher of our thoughts and emotions and to be able to see what is negatively affecting us and to calmly and and quickly find out the root cause of what's of what's causing us this these negative emotions and causing these negative thoughts. So so every day just take some time just to chill, put on some some chill tunes or just take take a couple deep conscious breaths and be, and just enter a state of awareness and be like, what am I, what am I feeling right now? Like, what am I thinking right now? And then why? And then keep asking why until you don't have another why question. Dude, 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 dude. All right. Uh, please. Anyone who hasn't heard of Kyle Mogad, like get the heck on this guy's <laughs> Insta, like Appreciate get on, it. like a uh, follow him like crazy. I'm telling you, he is someone to follow. He is only on one other podcast right now, and this is gonna be this is this is my pleasure to share him 
and acknowledge all of his work that he's not known for with my own audience, with now anybody that's jumping on the the, the Kyle bandwagon because he's, <laughs> you know, literally uh, this guy's just opening up new pathways for so many people. And it's literally, it's like the Matrix, like he's doing it. He is he is taking the Matrix and he's not using it as a movie, but he's using it as a documentary. So <laughs> yes, I've actually never seen the Matrix before. I should probably get on that. <laughs> you should. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, the guy has a system. So uh, with that, there I will leave it off because honestly, I wanted to go only thirty minutes with this, but I just couldn't stop this guy. He was on a masterclass of election. Sorry, I, I get into rants about this stuff. <laughs> no apologies. I'm not accepting those. Um, you don't have to apologize for who you are. Uh, this is awesome. So thank you so much, Kyle. I will we'll keep in touch, man. Hundred percent. Thanks for having me, man. Pleasure. All right, there's another episodes of scratch your own itch uh thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening um the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time and when i see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day either Made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help, and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.